0: What happens, Rish, is when you look good, yeah. you feel good, and you do good.
1: Welcome to Dads and Deadlist podcast with me, your host, Rish. This podcast is to raise awareness around the social stigma of the word man up. Research has shown men are less likely to seek help for trauma, abuse, neglect, addictions, and mental illness because they will be perceived as weak. Research had directly or indirectly linked these problems to the social and cultural perceptions of the word man up. It's time to start a conversation and redefine this word man up. Each week, you'll be hearing from men and women all around the world who survived emotional abuse, physical abuse, domestic violence, and addictions and how they came out on the other side with Triumph to begin a new chapter. You will also hear from experts and coaches all around the globe on matters like brain health, psychology of men and women, holistic healing, fitness, and last but not least, what it takes to be a man, overcoming the social stigma and expectations, and tap into your individual unique authenticity and vulnerability. Thank you for joining me in this mission to serve men around the world and letting them know they are not alone in this. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Dads and Deadlifts Podcast with me, your host, Rish. Today's episode is brought to you by the Bliss Broker Podcast. Who in their life doesn't want a bit of a bliss? Or maybe lots of it. Head on over to listen from my very good friend, Harmony, sharing her bliss every day, colorful interviews with people all around the world, and sprinkling everyday bliss in their listeners' lives. She also hosts a seven and 90 day brain and body wellness workshops for women. So thanks, Harmony, for all you do and bringing daily bliss in our lives. Now back to the show. So without further delay, let us welcome today's guest, Lori. Hey, How Rick? are you?
0: I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing?
1: Yes. Thanks for being in my podcast.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm really delighted to be here. Thank you very much for inviting me. And I just want to let you know, I am so inspired and excited about what you're doing and how you can share your message with the world and help so many men out there who are struggling and have struggled with what you've gone through. And I'm so happy that you're opening up this forum to them so that they can share and feel comfortable and connect with you and others. Yeah, no,
1: I mean, thank you. And uh, again, I mean, it's it's, it's possible because of people like you, you know, who are coming and just uh, opening up and talking about the stories. So tell the listeners who is Laurie Harden.
0: (laughs) Sure. Okay. Well, everybody, Laurie Harden is a personal stylist. I live in San Francisco, California, and I've been in business for nine years. And I basically help men and women to dress for success and so my goal in helping individuals is really to have them look and feel their best through the way that they dress so that they can show up powerfully so that they can show up feeling like you know this is who i am and this is how i want to express myself to the world i think it's really important just as individuals that the clothes we wear are in the way that we style ourselves is a reflection of really who we are and who we want to be and so there's a lot of, I just I call it science that goes into how we dress because there's a lot of variables to take in, into place, like your color. And I'm also a certified colorist, by the way, as, as well as a trained personal stylist. And so when I work with individuals, I look at their hair color, their skin color, and their eye color to figure out what colors flatter they're coloring the most and what colors should they be wearing. Mm-hmm. And then in addition, you know, I look at the people's body shapes, men and women both have particular body shapes, distinctive body shapes. And so we need to hone in on what their body shape is and find clothing that flatters it most so that they can really look their best. And what happens, Rish, is when you look good, you feel good and you do good, right? Yes. Yes. And so I'm always just trying to, you know, my part is just trying to help individuals on the inside, because I also think that dressing well and exuding your own personal style really first starts from the inside, right? right? So I work a little bit on that. I just have some recommendations on how people should begin their days based on that. And then my process actually includes them, getting them to a point where they feel energized and, you know, so that they're in a good space, that so they feel positive and ready to like get dressed and feel excited about what they're going to put on and wear for the day.
1: Wow! Yeah, I mean, it's all—it's—it's like—it's—it's it's such a science in itself. When you are explaining, I'm like, oh my god! Like, yes, I'm nice style, and I was telling you, you know, like I—I I like to dress up and all that. And
0: but the style—the
1: fact that you thanks, but the fact that you broke it down, and I'm like, oh wow! Okay, yeah, there's much more than that. <laughs>
0: Right. It's true. And, you know, another thing that dressing well does for us is that it helps us. It actually shows respect for ourselves Mm -hmm. and the people we're serving, whether it be your significant other or, you know, your boss at work or going to a party and like the host that's throwing the party, it's just really a sign of respect. And it's a respect sign of respect for yourself because, you know, we all deserve to like look good and feel good. Right. right? So it's important to really hone in on that and and understand and appreciate it and do our our part, you know, to accomplish that. I remember when I was growing up, my mother, I was like, I was a real sensitive girl. And so I used to cry a lot as a little girl. And so my mother called me Weeping Willow. I used to, you know, cry, whatever. So I didn't look good. So I used to go into the mirror and I would make myself like look in the mirror and smile because I knew that if I smiled and then yes. got rid of, the, you know, whatever, that I would just look better. And so just by doing that, I felt better. Yeah, it changed the way that I was looking just through like taking some simple measures and in the, in the way that I was feeling. Right. So it just kind of talk about how it's important to like, you know, the dressing well makes us like feel good and et cetera. It's just, it reminds me of just when I was little and how measures I would take to like change the way that I looked that I could show up more powerfully.
1: Yeah. No, actually, it's funny you said that because there's actually a science. And um, I didn't know about this until I uh, went to Tony Robbins' event. And he basically made us do, um, and remember, this is like, you know, 25,000 people in one under one arena in New Jersey. It's one of his events, Unleash the Power Within. And he made us do this whole transformation day. His like four day event, and we go through a lot of, we walk on the fire on the first day and whatnot, and then mm. kind of go through limiting beliefs and all that, right? Yeah. And third day, he made us do an exercise. It was so silly, but it actually worked, right? So basically what he said, next time you get angry, look up, right? Like straight look up and start smiling. That's right. And you will see when you start smiling, even if it's a fake smile, just start laughing Mm -hmm. for nothing. Mm -hmm. There's no space for anger or resentment when you start smiling. The body automatically takes over. It's a science. I didn't know that. I was like, oh my goodness, this is just crazy. It's
0: so true. I love that. And you know it's funny because sometimes when people ask me what I do, I I'm trying to actually overcome this myself. This is one of my own like weaknesses is is tell people oh I dress people for success right or you know people might think oh it's like you're just you know it's a material job like you're materialistic or how shallow and. So gosh, how can I convey what I do so that they don't feel like it's so shallow? And how can I actually educate them in a minute to like, let them know that there's actually real science behind, you know, how to achieve the goal of having your client show up more powerfully by the way that they dress. Right. So there's a serious science behind it. And also I'll just, it's working with people like on a mental level, Mm -hmm. Right. And then on, it's a physical job also. Right. And then just really honing in on those different features to help them get, look just right.
1: Oh, I absolutely believe it. Um, And I believe like how you're showing up every day, as you said, like, you know, I mean, it just, just changes your every, like literally just part of your day, how you start off your day. No. what you're wearing and how you're doing like there's a reason we do these things right because um, like okay we have a meeting with the boss so yeah of course we didn't wear a suit there's a reason for this science behind it that suit or that style represents a certain factor Or if you want to go look casual and just kind of like go casual by the beach and all that. So that style also represents. So it's all just science. It's just in our social DNA. So yeah, I do agree uh, that it's not materialistic or it's not very shallow. Mm -hmm. Like That's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you about because my podcast is not just about coaches and fitness and all that. This is part of it because what you are doing also is... I truly believe in my heart that people should, men, women, everyone should be taking style very seriously because of the fact that it makes you feel better about yourself every time you look at yourself. Because otherwise, it's again, it comes down to what you're seeing. And if you're seeing yourself dressing up, that makes you feel better. And you know that, yes, I'm comfortable now wearing this. So that gets you a head
0: start. So. It's very true. And you feel more confident as well. Mm -hmm. Not only do you look more stylish and you're flattering your figure and you're optimizing your potential, you know, your look through the way you dress, but like Mm -hmm. you're feeling more confident. And then all of a sudden, like you're holding your head up higher and you're walking into that sales meeting or sales call that you have with a client. And you know what? You're like feeling good. You're, and you have positive energy. Your positive energy is sometimes it's like, it just uses out of you if you're like feeling so good, right? So positive energy, is being exuded and people pick up on the positive energy right and so positivity just attracts positivity so like maybe you win that sales that sale that you wanted to win for the meeting you're having because really you're you're looking impressive and also you're handling yourself impressively through your confidence and through just like feeling good right so you're going to get that reward or you're just going to win whatever it is that you're out to achieve
1: no, I mean, that's absolutely, it's kind of like, and I was reading this, like, you know, every time you feel good, your dopamine level uh, in your brain goes high, and you know, like, that's right. just, and even like when you're wearing good dress and, uh, or, or clothes, and uh, you get a compliment, and mm-hmm. boom, that's another hit on your dopamine, so it helps, it's overall, it's just we are social creatures, so...
0: A thousand percent. And it's a way to, like, like, connect with people because, you know, you get a compliment from somebody, it's like they're connecting with you on, like, on basically your presence. Right. Which is a big part of who you are, right? Mm-hmm. So they're connecting with you. You're getting the compliment that dopamine is, like, rising. Yeah. And you're just, like... Giving off more of that positive energy. So yeah. there's so much to it. I'm glad that you appreciate like all the different no, variables that it does for a person and and how it actually gets gets them, helps them to like show more powerfully, just get ahead in life. Right. Right. From a so, mental and a physical, you know, stance.
1: So tell me, how did you get into it? Like, what? Right. You get into okay, styling.
0: Right. So. I actually started my career in the fashion industry when I was 18 years old, I was in college. I was a freshman in college and it was first semester of freshman year. And my college roommate ha- has a sister who worked at this fashion design company in New York city. And so she was telling me about her job and I, and I thought, Oh my gosh, it sounds so exciting. And I said to my roommate, well, if your sister or her company needs like an intern, I would love to go and work there. Like during our breaks from school. And she said, okay. So two weeks later, her sister called me and said, would you like to come here to work during winter break? And I thought, absolutely. And I had a brother who was living in New York city. And so I was able to stay with him. And I went and I worked at that company during every winter, spring and summer break throughout college. And then when Mm. I graduated, I ended up working there full time. That was my stint in the fashion world. And I always loved it. What happened is that when I, when I finally, when I graduated from college and I started working there full time, I didn't have this entry-level position. I had a much higher position. And I think, honestly, just to break to the chase there, cut to the chase, I was eating up alive in New York City, working there as a 22-year-old, working uh. with all these older women, 80 hours a week. My friends were like being these glorified sales assistants, secretaries, and they're working 9 to 5 on Wall Street and going out after work and I'm working until 8 o'clock at night and working weekends. It was terrible. So I left. But for years and years and years, I was like, gosh, I only could have hacked it. If I only could have stayed there, like, I wonder what would have happened because it was a super exciting industry and field and I loved it, but I just felt like mentally it wasn't able to handle the demand. So years later, I'm married and I wanted to start my own business. And uh-huh. I thought to myself, well, what can I do where I can exercise the passion that I have, have, you know, have a job where there's flexibility and something that I would like, like, what is that? What's my dream job? So I started thinking about it. And at first I was like, well, maybe it's like personal shopping because I you know, like to shop and I used to like secretly read like all these blogs on handbags and clothes. And I was like, I didn't need to tell everybody to, like reading these blogs. Cause again, I'm like, I don't want people to think I'm shallow. Right. But I'm like reading up on all this stuff and people are complimenting me on my style. So this is,
1: like, this is like okay. in New York still, or you moved? Thank
0: moved you. Sorry. No, this is after I'm married. I moved okay. to San Francisco, have two boys. They're Oh, in.
1: okay.
0: Oh, what grades are they in? Maybe they're in like second and third grades. And I'm wanting to work, go back to work. So I just thought to myself, what's my dream job? So I did a little research and I realized it would be personal styling. So I ended up getting trained. I got so after
1: all these years, you just couldn't get the bug out oh, of your head.
0: <laughs> I did not. Exactly, Rich. And I'm so happy. And so I got trained and became a certified colorist. And I sister, I mentioned to a friend that I was thinking of starting to do this like part time. And she said, Lori, that's perfect. She said, why don't you, you know, our school gala is coming up and there's like an auction part of the gala. She said, why don't you offer your service, you know, as an auction item and that way, like people know what you're doing and maybe you'll get a client. So that's Mm -hmm. what I did. So I auctioned off like a three hour personal styling session. And I got my very first client who is still my client today. After nine years, I work with her weekly. I actually help her to i i coordinate her outfits for every day of the week based on what her schedule is. She's an entrepreneur herself and she's you know a mom, a single mom, and so she has like no time and she's she wants to like you know maintain a certain image. The her the clients she serves are mostly millennials, and so uh-huh. she's like, Lori, I need to look like appropriate well not appropriate but like she wants to feel more comfortable when she's working with a younger crowd. Uh-huh. And she just needs help with her professional look. So she, because she has an image that she wants to portray. So I work with her and do her shopping, but then also I receive her schedule and I based on what her schedules reads and the clients she's working with and what the weather's going to be and all kinds of stuff. I create the outfit. So she's like looking attractive, you know, attractive in what she's wearing. Uh-huh. So it suits her, you know, so it's respectful toward her customer. Right. So she's dressed for the weather so she has the right shoes in case she has like a walkthrough of, you know, a home with a, a client or whatever it is. Like, there's, like I said, so many factors involved and I know uh, I'm going way off on a tangent. There's a lot, a lot involved in this job.
1: Wow. And you do that for specific individuals. I mean, this They're is
0: very, my very first client for nine years. Yeah. Every week.
1: Okay. And then after that it took off or you, and after um...
0: that I it, it took off and then we first been referral based uh-huh. It's been absolutely referral based. I'm working with a, with a client who has a, his own private airplane. And so he asked me to dress his flight crew. So I dressed three pilots, flight attendant and uh-huh. mechanic, all with his company logo, which he asked me to help him find. So uh-huh. I worked with a graphic designer, we got the logo. So he wanted, he held me responsible for like the look of the flight crew and, you know, and to help him hone on and look of the airplane too. They've been working with them for six years and I work with them on a very regular basis, just On regular styling for their professional lives, Mm -hmm. then kind of expanded into this. Now, can you help me dress my flight crew? So again, a lot of different variables, (laughs) a lot of different, every every client has a unique uh, situation that I try my best to serve. And it's exciting. I love my job. I mean, it is so exciting. Every day is different. And I just love the feedback that I get that people feel more confident and more successful in their lives because they actually love what they're wearing and they feel comfortable in it and they get compliments and they're actually doing better in all aspects of their lives. And I've heard that, especially from this client who I dress for every day of the week. Right. Her career has completely taken off. I honestly think it's just because she feels confident and she feels mm-hmm. like I can go and face those, you know, my prospective clients and my clients are 30 years younger than me. So right. it's, yeah, it's really wonderful.
1: So I'm going to ask you... Of course, that this is really kind of geared towards men. What do you see in your industry or in your business ratio of men versus women? Because I feel, I mean, men are still not caught up with, I mean, of course, everyone has their own style. They can say it, but really not in a way that you and I talk style, right? Because right. I take my style very seriously. It's like, okay, if I have to go somewhere, I'm going to have to wear this, this, this. And there are days I don't care. Yeah, but,
0: yeah fantastic
1: style. So, oh, <laughs> uh Thanks. But the, the thing is like, what I saw is on the other side, and that's exactly part of it. It's the whole circle that, Hey, if you're styling too much, I mean, are you a go?
0: Right. You you want to find like the fine line, right? This, right. Yeah. Right. You don't want to look like you're trying too hard. That's why right. it's important to feel comfortable in what you're wearing, which is right. one question that I have on my, when I'm interviewing clients to figure out, you know, how we style, how we style you, like what the preferences are, et cetera. So that's just another technical aspect. But to answer your question, which is a really great question, right now, well, in my business, it's like I guess thirty percent men, seventy percent women. I only see that improving because of the unfortunate state of the world these days mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, everything that's currently going on. But and also e-commerce. I think more people are shopping online and I think mm. it's harder for people to, to create their own styles and to like get their looks together when they're having to do it by themselves through online shopping. Right. So I suspect more men will be reaching out for help and maybe, you know, you actually have inspired me because you are reaching out to the men yourself mm-hmm. for what you're doing. Cause you're wanting to like serve them yeah. in a very important and specific way. So maybe what I need to do is reach out to more men. I haven't, I really haven't thought about doing that. I love working with men because I just I work with everybody, but, um, yeah. and I feel like sometimes they, they are sometimes not as connected to the shopping and the styling as much as women are. So, yeah, I think it's going to be more, and I think also what's happened, especially in the Bay area, is it's be, it has been casual, right? I think a lot of it happened. Yeah. Because Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook was wearing hoodies to work and he set All up right. the hoodie trend, right? Yeah. No, actually, he's like advanced into more professional looking clothing. So maybe he'll just, <laughs> he'll still continue to follow what he does. But I, I think it's changing a little bit. The style is changing a little bit because really at the end of the day, when you're dressed like professionally and you have clothes that are tailored just right. Mm-hmm. And as we age too, we need a little more help because our bodies maybe weren't like they were when they were like 25 years old. So, well, what can I wear that's going to make me, Look better because we're going to be more concerned about that. So I just think that the trend is actually starting to change. We're seeing more people actually in Silicon Valley, more founders, etc., who mm-hmm. are dressing up better. And to be honest with you, I think that, and I even tell clients, I have clients who I work with now on Zoom because they're wanting to achieve a powerful Zoom presence. Oh my gosh, like, what do I wear for my Zoom call? Right? It's important. Yeah. And so I guess my my bigger point is that I think it's important to just dress professionally. Like we don't want to sit on the call. My point was, is that, you don't. you're not doing anything for a person. If you show up wearing a, a t-shirt, right? right? If, yeah. you're, if you have this client that you're like trying to win their business and you're sitting there in a t-shirt, does that show respect for your client? And yeah. do you feel good? Do you feel like you're, you're actually going to a special occasion in a t-shirt? I mean, it is a special yeah. occasion. If you have this like prospective client on the other side of the screen or at the table and you're wanting to win their business, like you better dress up for that because right. you're going to show them respect. And you know, when you do dress up, by the way, you're going to feel better and you're going to like portray this better look and also exude that positive energy. Right. So I think that more people need to understand and thank you for interviewing me today, Rish. Because you're the reason you're doing it is because you you feel like you know it's important how people feel, right? So more people need to understand just how dressing makes us feel, how dressing well makes us feel and how dressing appropriately helps us serve our audience better. Right.
1: Right. No, I I, 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 think and I really mean it. I already told you offline and online too, is uh it's so much like it's it's such an important factor that we tend to, and especially men tend to kind of downplay it.
0: And uh, right. it's
1: like, eh, I mean, that's okay. And just wear a jeans. Hey, I mean, you can wear a jeans, but you can still style it better it's so wearing true. a jeans. It's you can. It's not that we all have our own style, but it's so important to, and especially with people who are coming from trauma or depression, and that that's also majority of the platform. I mean, audience of this platform is it's hard. It's hard for them to, they're so busy working on themselves. It's hard mm-hmm. for them to put style or clothes it's hard to comprehend sometimes that Mm -hmm. i'm already busy in this like what are you talking about but Mm -hmm. what through my journey what i learned is like no that's very important there were times back in the day like when i was going through that journey i was not paying attention to what i'm wearing and whatnot right Right. and when i started really healing and when i started working on myself i'm like hold on a minute Mm. and immediately just like it's a magic Mm-hmm. the day I woke up and I'm like, okay, today, I don't care if I'm going anywhere, but I will literally wear nice clothes and like style myself. And I went and got myself shoes and all. And I realized like, mm-hmm. whoa, yeah. so, like years went by, I didn't buy shoes. It's funny. It's, it's just like, you know, I mean, you just realize it.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's wonderful. I think, you know, people need to like, feel like they deserve it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes yeah. People
0: are feeling low. Yeah. They just, they don't feel good about themselves. No. And they, and so they don't even want to look in the mirror sometimes, right? Yeah. So it's important to honor yourself and to feel like, you know what? I am good and I deserve to look good. I
1: think that's the key word that you said. Like, yeah, it's it's basically a way to honor yourself. Like we are talking about mindset and fitness and journaling and gratitude, but we are also forgetting like how you're dressing up is basically mm-hmm. a way you are honoring yourself. So that's that's absolutely sure. One
0: thousand percent. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I have worked with some individuals who struggled with addiction and they just, yeah, it's so interesting you say that because when they felt like they were this party person and they felt like they were just the life of the party and they had Uh all this offer through alcoholism in this case, right? Right. They're like, oh yeah, well, I get to dress the part because I am the part. Uh all of a sudden that goes away and they feel like, well, what do I have to offer? So I don't really need to dress up. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. Uh They don't realize that they actually starting to feel worse because they're just not taking care.
1: Uh
0: It's part of taking care. Like,
1: it just and then it becomes a cycle you know and just you just wrapped up around it so
0: right yeah it's true it's so it's an instant way it's like what you're saying about what tony robbins said about you know holding yourself up high or what i used to do as little and look in the mirror and smile it's just yeah you to it feel better
1: yeah it's just not a tool in your toolbox you know it's just like uh there so i'm, I'm just curious are your clients mostly like local or do you do all over and, like um, the states or I,
0: I work mostly in the bay area but i have a client in new york Which is great. And so, yeah, I've just been sort of busy, but I'm happy to travel, you know, Mm -hmm. absolutely happy to travel. But that's just the way I guess it's worked out so far.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I know you are working on something else too, right now, right? You're coaching.
0: I'm working, yes. In fact, and I do have a website, it's lauriehardensstylist.com, but a new one is coming soon. So you can definitely find me there, but a new one is coming. And then I'm also going to be working on uh, an online training program of how to become a stylist and also how oh. to style yourself. How to what? So that, how to, for a person to style themselves, like how to style yourself. Gotcha. and Also yep. become a stylist if you'd like to enter into this profession, which is fantastic. Okay. So yeah, so I have a few, a few classes, courses that, are, that will be coming up. And I also have a jewelry line that I have called. So what happens when I first started my work a lot of clients were asking about jewelry. They just wanted to wear jewelry with their outfits. And I thought to myself, well, jewelry is such a personal thing. And it's such a cool thing that I really want to just go to the case at like Neiman Marcus and like go pick up some random jewelry. So I started to collect jewelry from mm. across the, com- the country and like find designers who I really liked who made handcrafted jewelry. So it's like fashion jewelry, but it's not things that are like manufactured. It's just like made with your hands. There's so many talented jewelers out there with beautiful pieces. And so I started going to jewelry shows and I spent a lot of time in New York and just finding these jewelers with unique, beautiful pieces. I actually have those in a collection and I sell those to my clients as well.
1: Okay, wow. So no, definitely I'm gonna go check out. So here's my, another question, right? What's your process of this whole-
0: So how to get started? Yeah. Okay, well, how to get started? Well, first, it, it just starts with, I like, say, a 15-minute phone consultation, just so I can understand the needs of the client. And then from there, I send them client introduction and a consultation assessment form and ask them to fill it out. It's a brief form. To fill it out to the best of their ability, or we can do it in person if they prefer not to have more paperwork. Just ask them questions like about their preferences, their sizes, their lifestyle, their lifestyle ambitions, et cetera. So you can have a good understanding of what they're of who they are, so that you know we don't waste time. And then from there, you know the best place to start in the person's closet, and we can do that virtually. I've been doing it all virtually now since we've been on lockdown, which has been really great because sometimes people, they tell me after you start working, oh my God, it took me like a year to call you because like I, I just was so afraid of like having stylists come to my house and like see my messy closet and et cetera. So now they feel a little, like it's easier for them to like, because mm-hmm. there's a screen that separates us. Right, right. It virtually. So I've been doing virtual consultations and so they show me their closet or they show me the pieces that they reach for that they like the best. So I can get it, you know, even more of an idea of like, you know, where they're at and then we work, and we, you know, we edit the closet, and we find out the pieces that are working, and the pieces that aren't. We get rid of the pieces that aren't. It could be because maybe it doesn't fit, or it needs alterations. Maybe we can salvage some of the pieces that aren't working because mm-hmm. they don't fit right. So we just kind of, you know, tone in on like the wardrobe that works. And as we're going through that process, I'll start a list of like items that I think would be good filler items maybe to, exe- to coordinate with existing pieces they have in their closet. So they have like, you know, a pair of pants, but I think there's a certain top to go with it. So I'll just try to help them to create complete outfits based on what they have and look at okay. the color items. Or I'll just start from scratch, whatever their preferences are really. And then from there I'll shop and I either meet my clients in the store or in their homes and they try on the clothes and then we match it all together and we get the outfits going and we take photos and at the end, I provide a lookbook of their different outfits. Oh, wow. And I have an assistant who works with me. And we also, in, in the meantime, we help get the closet organized through the closet edit. Mm-hmm. It's all color-coordinated and coordinated by categories of clothing. So we get everything in tip-top shapes so that when they hop out of bed in the morning, after feeling so energized through the short uh, <laughs> you know, morning process I have for them, they can go over to their closet, open the closet door, and feel like at a glance they have outfits to reach... To that, they love and feel excited about putting on so they can go out and win their day.
1: Right. So, I know I kind of read it on your morning process. So, do you want to explain that a little bit sure. without giving up the whole proprietary process? I know that. And uh, okay. just.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Well, I think it's really important that when we wake up in the morning, when we're as soon as we're conscious and we're like realizing we're awake, to say to ourselves, today is going to be an awesome day. It's the first thing we should say. We don't need to tap into how we're feeling. No, we're just going to say that because you know what, when you say something powerful or positive, that positivity builds, our words build on each other, right? Yeah. And our words expand. So we need to say that. And then we need to come up with four other mantras that we either are or that we want to become. And we add those on to today's going to be an awesome day. So from there, and that's something you just do in bed. And that takes what, maybe once you figure out the mantras, what? less than five seconds. Mm -hmm. And then you keep this gratitude, the book by your bed, that becomes your gratitude book. And I want you to write down three things that you're grateful for. Yeah. You can even think about those three things in bed the night before so that you don't have to waste time in the morning to like come up with them. Think about them the night before in bed, then in the morning, reach over for your book and just write them down. You know, it's also like pushing ourselves. We yeah. have to push ourselves to do more because, like, we become more accomplished when we do that. It's a simple act. It might be like, oh my God, it's like such heavy lifting. It's really not. What does that take? Yeah. Another 30 seconds. Yeah. Just like get out of our heads, just do it. You have nothing to lose and, like, it costs you nothing, right? Next step is to figure out a less than a five minute exercise routine that you can do in your bedroom, like, next to your bed. Maybe it's 25 push ups, maybe it's 25 jumping jacks for me, it's five minutes worth of planks and do that. And that you have it be like under five minutes. So by the time you're ready to face your, you know, get in the shower and get ready to get dressed, you are, have already accomplished, made huge strides in your day and have already accomplished some things. And the number one thing is feeling energized and positive. It is so important. It's an inside job. Rish, you know that, right? Right. It's an inside job. So we want to have this powerful presence. We want to achieve that like professional look or that style or whatever it is that we want, to, how we want people to portray us. It's all going to start from how you feel on the inside. It's super important. And so I just ask that clients do that. And I have some clients who do it and report back to me that they're so happy they do it. Right. It's right. an easy way to win, yeah. you know, like yeah. challenge yourself. So that's just my little morning, uh, step one.
1: <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And of course, I know you have more proprietary process and I'm not going to take everything and uh, share, but uh, no, I, I think it's so important. And it's funny because while you were saying it, I was like, oh, your clients actually get a stylist and a life coach. <laughs> 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 uh, mini Crash course. So.
0: Right. I mean, when we work together for so long, I mean, in a very, you know, close quarters in their bedrooms, like in their dressing mm-hmm. room, in their closets like it becomes an intimate experience and you know we have these long term relationships so i learn a lot about their lives so there is like a lot of just i don't want to call it life coaching but a lot of just like personal conversations mm-hmm. that we have and i'm all about serving my client and helping them to solve their problems through dress but like right. i always just in general just like i like to help people in any way i can so we mm-hmm. have positive conversations and i'm also just a big fan of positivity i'm an internal yeah. optimist so it's just my way to to help people to raise them, that they can look and feel their best.
1: Awesome, awesome. So, in your website, so if anyone is listening, who's listening right now, if they just wants to go have a fifteen minute call session with you, in your website, is there a number? Is there an email
0: a phone number? And it's 415-235-7221. two three five seven two two one. I'll just tell you that in case okay. you want to reach it's Okay, uh, hold on. So it's on my website.
1: Okay, it's on your website. There's a phone number.
0: There is. I just want to let you know, my new website is coming. So this website is the very first one I built nine years ago. Okay. So there's a new website coming, but everything is there. They can contact me, they can email me, they can call me, we can set up a consultation. And we can even do it by Zoom so that you know I'd love to see how people look that'll just Mm -hmm. help me more so I can figure out how to really serve them best.
1: And is it like can clients like do one time?
0: Yeah. So I, I saw wardrobe packages. Okay. So they can purchase a package, which really involves like the whole, including starting in their closet and to, mm-hmm. you know, taking photos of the lookbook and creating the lookbook. Or if they have specific needs, if they just need to figure out how to dress for an event or a job interview, or even a date. I actually have a lot of clients who are back on the dating scene and they're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, like I'm a lawyer. This one client he's like <laughs> a lawyer and is like, pinstriped Oxford shirts. And like Kathy's is like, I have nothing to wear on a date. So he revamped his entire look for dating. So, you know, for whatever occasion I can do, we can hone in specifically on what the need of the client is really, but I mean, there's so much.
1: So all of those are mentioned in your website, right?
0: Yes, pretty much. I think that I'm, you know, I'm doing a better job with anyone, but yes.
1: Okay, <laughs> perfect. I might just reach out to you and get a 15 minutes call.
0: Oh, um, uh, really rush. Happy to help you.
1: So every guest that I get on my podcast, and you know the history of dads and dad lives, I already told you guys offline in ACC program and Rise Up World. And I feel like every guest, everyone who came here has an anchor that grounds you. Uh, For me, it was, you know, my workout, my fitness regimen, and that created my mindset, right? So what is Laurie's anchor?
0: That's really great. I love this pop question. (laughs) (laughs) I you. I mean, it is really important for me to maintain a mind-body-spirit connection, to be connected with my brain, with my body, and my spirit. And that is what I strive for every single day. So I need to exercise. I need to eat well. I need to dress well. Even when we're on this call and I've been doing Zoom calls, do you know what? I actually wear things like, I don't wear sweatpants on the bottom. Like Mm -hmm. people can do that. Uh I wear like, whether it's a favorite pair of jeans. The other day, you know what I wore on a call? Because I liked what I was wearing on top. I'm like, really what looks best with this is a pair of leather pants. I wore those leather pants. My client didn't know I had leather pants on, but you know why I wore those? Because I feeling it yeah. Was killer yeah. and it made me feel really good. And yeah. so I wore that. And so I'm digressing, but for me, like dressing well is part of the whole mind, body, spirit connection that I like to achieve. Right. And so the exercise, the eating well, dressing well. And then I do a lot of my own inner work. I read, I listen to podcasts. I can't wait to listen to your podcast, right? <laughs>
1: Thanks. Yes.
0: And other podcasts. And so I'm just constantly just trying to become better and, right. and also just take the next best step in life. Right. Um, whenever I'm feeling stumped or I'm feeling like I got a head trip going on, I'm like, okay, clear my mind. Yeah. What is the next best step I can take? That's all I really need to worry about is yeah. like my next breath and my next best step.
1: Yeah. Wow. So
0: I try to clear the noise. And if I do that, it's like biting off a little bit at a time. And I remind myself if I just like take the next best step, and after that, the next best one, like baby steps at a time, I'm going to actually get to where I want to go. Right. I keep my eye on the goal, but not get too like wrapped up in the goal. Right. It's there, yeah. but like, no, next best step, most important thing
1: beautiful beautiful no i i think like it's it's funny you said that because i i do believe that that's one of the most important lesson that i try to remind myself every day because it's just very it's it gets it's convoluted in daily lives and it's very hard to get caught up gets caught up in it you know like oh yeah i have to go there but it's like okay take one that, step at a yeah. time to go to the top you still have to take the first stairs
0: you know so I know and there's so many people like we're all like so like excited about life and there's so much potential and we're ambitious We want to do this and that we take on so much but it's like oh right. my god like You can't like you know, sabotage yourself because you just have to stay focused on like the next best step and try to really just limit the noise as much as you can too, right? Yeah. That, that's what I, I tell myself anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you're doing a fantastic job. I mean, I can't wait and I'm glad like I'm part of uh, ACC program with you and uh, what you're doing so I can yeah. follow your journey. journey.
0: So. Um, oh, Rush. yours too. I'm just so excited about what you're doing and I just can't wait for more men for you to touch more people's lives. And you're not gonna o- not only touch men's lives. Do you realize that? I know men are the ones who can immediately benefit, but then it's going to be you know, the other people who come in contact with them because they're going to be better and stronger and yeah. better for their loved ones. Right. Yeah. So you're going to be making a huge impact as a Thank result. You.
1: Thank and you. So
0: I'm just so like excited for what you're doing. And I, I just want to help you in any way I can.
1: No, thank you so much, and you definitely did. And I think, like, just coming here and talking about what you're doing and the stuff that I feel so greatly about, and I really mean it. Just it's not because you were as a guest on my podcast. um, It's the complete package, and life coaches and experts and you know and that's what i said like before this interview like you know today was a fun day because right. <laughs> i mean it, it's good to listen to all the stories but they're all serious stories you know survivors right. and how they overcame their mm-hmm. trials and i know for a fact you have your trials too and uh, you overcame and uh mm-hmm. then i bring you and our uh, the fitness coaches you know like kind of yeah. that, that, those becomes a little bit more open and fun conversations so right thank
0: well you. thank you it's it's great because you know as i mentioned like i you know, it's a fun, my job is so fun, but at the end of the day, it's really just wanting to help people and to help them to feel good. And I get to fortunately do it through like such a fun process. Right. Right. And in a creative process, cause I mean, I'm just, I'm an artist. Right. And so I'm like, wow, this is the way that I get to express my art. So it is, it's really fun. So thanks for touching upon that.
1: No, absolutely. So before I close, I always pick up a, because I'm an avid reader. So I always kind of read a little bit on a quote on certain uh, books that I read. But for your episode, I decided to just quote one of style icon, Ralph Lauren. So style is very personal. It has nothing to do with fashion. Fashion is over quickly style is forever. Right. So that's how I want to close off this episode, because I think uh, that's, that's basically what you're doing and serving people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I for one believe that it's, it's much more than just dress and shallowness or or materialistic. It's, it's, it's a little bit beyond that.
0: Mm -hmm. It's a way of us to express ourselves, right? We get to express ourselves through style. And honestly, When we're like dressed well, it shows that like we feel well, right? Right. We're well Mm -hmm. when we're like, when we're put together, right? Right. So it's really a reflection of how we feel or how we want to feel and portray ourselves. So it's important. And then, you know, it's a, it's a way that we can also just like express ourselves in an authentic way.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. It's just like, it's like our signature. It's our, it's like who we are.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I, I love that quote. That's a great one. And I absolutely agree with it. And I also just, you know, it's like, it also just reminded me of something. If I don't mind me adding that, you know, clients, everybody has their different ways of the the way they want to dress. A lot of people want classic. I actually had a client this morning. She's like, well, I just like to dress classic. And I like to invest in pieces that are, you know, I don't mind investing in, in a few expensive pieces because I want them to last like forever. Right. And I'm like, that's great. Get those pieces that you love and that are really good quality so that you have them and you feel like they're just going to last forever and they're going to mm-hmm. be in style forever because they're like kind of classic and they're well made. So, those <laughs> just remind me of that.
1: No, I, I agree. So, anyway, Laurie, thank you so much. Okay, guys. So, this is the end of this episode. Hopefully, you guys. Like today's episode and got some lessons, uh, reach out to Laurie's website. Her website link would be underneath the podcast link. As always, stay safe, stay strong. And just so you know, you guys are not alone. Thank you guys until another episode. Signing off. Ciao. Thanks for listening to another episode of Dads and Deadlifts. And I hope. You are as excited as I am learning from our guest today on the specific topic. Please subscribe, share, and leave a comment and tag Dads and Deadlifts on Instagram and Facebook with your experience of today's episode. Because remember, your one share might save someone from feeling alone and provide them the tools they can incorporate in their daily lives. let each of us do our part in helping men around the world. You can personally message me on my Facebook page or Instagram page, Dads and Deadlifts, if you want your story to be shared on the podcast, or if you just feel alone and want someone to reach out to, always remember, you are not alone. All you got to do is reach out, and I am rooting for you. Until next week, your host, Rish, signing off. I will see you next week with another brand new episode.